coming up on Just Elders Podcast. You want me to kiss it? Yeah. <laughs> dang, dang. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She said I'm a seven thick women. Hey. Hey. That's right. I like my girls, baby doggy. Yeah, we're gonna have fun today. Um, you know what I'm saying? Or you might hear it after uh, 2022, you know what I'm saying? When the new shit get dropped. When the new shit But, but I will say, because, you know, last year, I was in a relationship with Thanksgiving. Like, last year, I was strategizing on how to impress. My, y'all remember this shit? Yeah. You know what's so funny? You and Keith did a good job. Y'all did a good job. But I would have did it better. <laughs> like, and after watching King Richard, I wouldn't have been in a relationship. Matter of fact, after watching King Richard, y'all seen on IG, I threw away all my condoms. I saw that. I said, I know, I know I don't have, I know I don't have a Venus or a Serena come through me before. Other takeaway might not be a popular one, but you gotta fuck up with a few kids before you get to your good ones. <laughs> Yeah, my plan got sex in it. Because <laughs> we're going to do a part two because I want you to be equipped. Okay. For sure. Because um, it ain't over. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. Yep. It's time for your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. Yep. I don't know about y'all, but I had an amazing... Thanksgiving. We about to talk about it. Let's get it in. I ain't got time for that young shit today. <laughs> we vibing the my playlist today. Let's go. Hey. I dedicate this song to all those that were single this year. Damn, son. Where's During the holiday season. Goddamn. Keith, you know the song? What? It's a simple song. Hey, well, the sweet love you remember what it was, and I will wet. We're gonna do it just like this. What's up, family? It's your boy Elder. You tune into the Just Elder podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airways. I am super, super excited because I'm about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say that every time, and I mean it every single time. Before we get started, let me thank each and every last person that tuned in to last week's episode. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the texts. Yep. I really love the texts. Yep. Because we just have a another discussion about the discussion. And last week people were liking the discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're gonna get into it. Um before we jump into the podcast, let me bring into my guest first time on the podcast. Um this young lady, I've been knowing her a little bit now. Like how many years? I have no idea. Maybe five. Did I have lots? Four. I had lots. They were a little long. Just getting started. They, they were like short lots. Yeah. Make sure you get them, bring that mic to you. Closer. Yeah. Okay. Bring it one more time. You want me to kiss it? Yeah. <laughs> dang, dang. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She said I'm a seven thick women. Hey. 
baby daddy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have fun today. We're going to have fun today. Um, but it's been a while. It was the beginning of my lot journey. Um, I was at M Bar for a community meeting. Uh, shout out to Xavier Peoples and all his partners over there. Uh, we was meeting. I can't even remember what it was about. It was something community if I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this sister was there handling business you know they say if you want to create a plan you bring brothers you want to execute it you bring the sisters and this sister was here to execute shortly after once we got to know each other i realized she is different game changer executive executor dreamer visionary businesswoman coach mentor mother sister friend she does it all ladies and gentlemen please give a round of applause to my good and beautiful intelligent friend tier Destiny. (laughs) What's up? Thank you for having me. How you doing? Amazing. Feels great. Now, I gotta ask this every time. Do you listen to the Jess Elders podcast? I just started. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) You're 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 welcome because now you're getting blessed. Uh, After about a hundred something episodes, you know, right. I'm pretty sure this is one twenty two, one twenty three, one twenty three, so, so many, so many, <laughs> one two three. I like it, Jordan episode. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, man, how was y'all Thanksgiving, man? Talk about it. Talk about it. Go ahead, Keith. I mean, my Thanksgiving was pretty good. Um, you know. Shout out to King, you know, King first Thanksgiving. You know, Dang, so, you think about that. You know, his first Thanksgiving. So it Congratulations. Was, it was pretty cool because, you know, last year we did it at my pop's crib. King wasn't here yet, you know what I'm saying? But the family was all together. This year we did it at her mom's crib. Her brother came in town. He had a new fiance. She's pregnant. About to have a boy. So, mm. you know, King will have a new nephew. So it was pretty good. A lot of love. Um, you know. I'm gonna say it because you know this is the podcast. You know if it get cut out, if you're on Patreon, you don't hear it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Or you might hear it after uh, 2022. You know what I'm saying? When the new shit get dropped. When the new shit. But but I will say it was a conflict, right? Because now I got to deal with two families. My dad shot it, so uh, I asked my dad, "Hey, what time y'all eating?" He was like two to three. I showed him what time her mom was cooking. She said two to three. And you know what a real nigga got to do. Whoever got the best macaroni. That's <laughs> the house you going. <laughs> so, I probably was so I couldn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. You know how that is. Andre, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Damn. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, look. I had to go. And we back. And we back. Now, you know, for me, it's funny. Time on Thanksgiving, like that's an illusion. <laughs> that's oh a, yeah, that's a that's a. Bro, that's I swear, a time time stays still. Bro, I had all the morning and all the day. Thanksgiving day was like a, a Bermuda Triangle. Like I, I literally stayed in bed. My family got together at eleven. I didn't leave my house till four. Damn. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just stayed in bed, bro. I was making memes. I had you got first of all. Shout out. So. My phone was broke. I just want to say this, guys. Like, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm a blessed man with a lot to be thankful for. And uh so I'm out in the community giving out turkeys like I do annually. Uh, shout out John Bascom. Shout out to West Care. Shout out to Mr. Langford. It's the first time I had to do it without Mr. Langford. Um, R.I.P. once again. R.I.P. And, uh, you know, 
Um, so I'm giving out turkeys and I'm slanging them things. And what I do normally when I run out of my list, I go to the barbershops. So the barbershops is cool because he's always brothers and brothers get the, I envision the brother just coming home to his woman like, Hey, I brought a turkey. You know what I'm saying? I just like that visual of giving black men something to take back home to their family. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to start. Me and Keith, we're going to start that ministry where we just give it to the brothers so they can give it to the family. But um, passing out turkeys, my phone dropped on the ground. Not only do it drop, a turkey drops on top of it. So it is completely destroyed. My phone is destroyed. So I go to, you know, it's time for upgrade anyway. I'm, I've been holding out, holding out. So I go get an upgrade and they like, yeah, you got too many lines on your phone. Cause all my siblings on there and they all got new phones. They're like, you got to buy the phone straight out. Well, not only you got to pay the bill down, you got to buy the phone straight out. So that's about two stacks for a phone. Whether I need it or not, y'all know me. I ain't about to drop two stacks on that. So I was like two days without a phone. Like I was struggling for a while. Like you, only thing that kept me in the game was this Apple Watch. Because if you called, I could pick it up on the Apple Watch. And if you was an iPhone, I could text and stuff like that. But the reason why I'm blessed, two friends found out, uh, shout out to Sean in service of the queen. Sean was like, I had so few men. Sean was like, you need a phone, bro? I like, yeah. I mean, he just randomly walking around with an iPhone 12 Pro Max. He's like, here, just take this. So boom. I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> He's stupid, dog. <laughs> this nigga's stupid. Cause I did call my cousin. I called my I called my rich cousin. I was like, man, hey, man, I need two thousand. Right. But uh real quick. So he gave me this. Then JT gave me this one. So like, you know, hey, I'm a blessed man, dog. I'm a blessed man. Like I'm, I'm Hey, if if y'all see my uh social media going up, it's because I've been using my old iPhone. I got them up there on the uh, thing now. I've been using my old iPhones, and they be moving slow, and I don't be wanting to be on social media like that. I didn't realize how I've been depriving myself. Man, I've been creating goddamn memes. I've been goddamn tweeting. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Back to the story. Mark, how was your Thanksgiving? Nah, you, that was a dope story. But my my Thanksgiving was uh it was interesting this year. First year, um, not really spending it with my immediate family. I spent it with some, um, you know, some family. Nonetheless, it was my cousin. They had some some people come down from Chicago. They all got together in the Airbnb, um, cooked the slab. So it was it was all good, man. Just enjoyed the time with some some family, and then I ended the night off at um in Monroe. Came down to see us. Yeah, to see y'all. And we watched the uh, King Riches outside. So um it was a good time. Met the <laughs> My horses. granddaddy horse bit this nigga. <laughs> I met the horses. Yeah, I was getting there. Grand- <laughs> definitely still got a bite mark from Diamond's ass. Because I'm trying to feed her some peppermints. And she nudging me in my back and nudging me on my side. Diamond sound like a bitch that bite. Yeah. Di- <laughs> I ain't fucking with that. What's the other one's name? Tiger. Tiger. I-, I like Tiger. But Tiger dipped out. So, you know. Um, <laughs> It was crazy. It, it was crazy. That's, I told her, I was like, hey, bro, the U.S. be biting, bro. That's why I don't really fuck with him. Like, <laughs> like, see, you should have known if Elvis didn't fuck with him no, and he it, grew up with no, him. No, see, this is what happened. He he went under the fence to go see the horses because we was going to the barn or what? What's it called? The, yeah, the, the barn. The stable. So I went under the under the fence. I ain't, I ain't no bitch, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go see what the horses are talking about. 
So they pull up, you know. No, they wasn't in the stable. So they just started walking out the woods. They walked like walking dead. So I'm like, he was like, what's that? I'm like, oh shit, they out the stable. I was going to see them in a controlled environment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, he ain't, oh, he ain't so, give me see, nothing. See when you, I didn't know. See when I'm envisioning the horse thing, I'm envisioning the horses in the stable. Y'all didn't tell me they came out in the woods, nigga. These is wild horses. <laughs> yeah, so because we went under the fence where they wow. were. These is wild came, horses. And they came out. So I think I don't think you petted him. I think you stood behind. But I, I told, I said, hey, bro, because first the horse came, I let him pet him. I'm like, and he had a cup in his hand. And my granddaddy used to always give them treats in his right, clothes. Right, right, so they'll be like looking in your clothes, looking for like the, the carrot, the peppermint. That was like they, tr- so, and they smelled it. They had a couple bourbon though. They smelled a bourbon. They smelled yeah. like, so they now want it. And mm-hmm. those niggas bullies. Yeah. So they went first, they let them pet them. <laughs> and then they seen he wasn't giving it to them. So, <laughs> so them niggas like, I'll take this shit. <laughs> like, nigga, this is how they go, nigga. You, I, I, you pet. And then you give a treat, oh, nigga. Hey, I'm like, I like, I'm like hey, bro, these things be, these things be biting, bro. I didn't know the rules, <laughs> so look, bro. I did not the know. The first time he bit, the nigga was like, ah. <laughs> oh, he bit you more than once? <laughs> no, he only bit me once, bro. But got there, he had bit at him. Then that nigga got there and ran back under the fence yeah, with me. Yeah, I dipped. I like, that nigga got yeah, me, see, though. I, yeah, uh-huh. one, I'm going to tell you, bro. One thing about being in the country, you can't be a bitch-ass nigga when it comes to animals. I wasn't until you know I was. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying I is. I wasn't like, until I was. Until I was. What I'm saying is, you know, you like, nah, I ain't want to be no bitch. Like, what about call you no bitch if you ain't want to wrangle the animal? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bro, these, these is real life. Bro, my, my great grandma used to have a bull. Mm. Like, bro, in, in yeah. the, in the passion, we, what? we went in there bullshitting one time. Mm-mm. Also, we ain't scared shit. Then yeah. it's the state. I fucked up my jacket trying to jump lesson. through a barbed wire fence, but y'all niggas funny. So I learned my lesson. Shout out to the hood. They still yeah. beautiful, majestic creatures. I, I thought they were dope. They just, you know, one of them. They're bitter, nigga. Yeah, they just want one of them motherfuckers. What about you? How was your uh, Thanksgiving to you? It was nice because I, I did some things I don't normally do in terms of extended family. I'm divorced, so I celebrated with my <laughs> ex and his family, my kids. Everything felt organic and authentic. No eggshells. Oh, that's what's up. And not wanting to rush back home, get back in my pajamas. Did he bring a new thing with him? I thought that he may, but he didn't. Uh, but, like, I thought I knew that but, girl. But it was chill. Like <laughs> everything was, was <laughs> everything was so chill. Like I just love. See, that's why I came in on the song because you know last year I was in a relationship with Thanksgiving. Mm. Like last year I was strategizing on how to impress. My, y'all remember this shit? Yep. You know what's so funny? <laughs> how the tables kind of turn because last year. You were, you was in a relationship entertaining family and shit. And that's what I was doing this year. Like I went out with my brother-in-law, quote unquote. Right, right. And my kids and his kid hit it off and we at the trampoline park looking like two black dads. Like, <laughs> like it's all weekend, you know, bro, bro. Oh my, hold on, nigga. Hold on. <laughs> I love when I go out and see a like clan, bro. You can see all the niggas who this was their weekend. Mm, right, right, bro. You can tell the daddies <laughs> who this was their weekend. Cause they bought the unlimited package. Yep. You know, you go all out. They were fresh. The kids was fresh, but you yep. know, like, bro, y'all, y'all not here all the time. <laughs> like, and they all the kids just it's be looking like, bro, it's all weekend. So we went to the damn trampoline party and bro, that 35 hit different. Like, I woke up this morning. 
I'm like, damn, why my abs sore? I didn't do no crunches, <laughs> oh bro. My but my dumb ass, I was trying to do the shit. Y'all know the white boys that be doing the trampoline shit. They got this shit now where you can do that. Jump, jump on, on the wall. wall. Man, I'm a, my big ass. My big I love ass that IG that paper. Shit, <laughs> I love that IG paper. I couldn't even imagine keep doing that shit. Though. Yeah, man. My, my girl tried to clown me because uh, she uh, he FaceTime and she seen me doing this shit. She was like, it's funny seeing you have fun. Right, she was right, like, right, right. She was right, like, having fun looks good. This, yeah. this mean ass nigga, bro. Right. Like, Right. From police. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see that nigga keep jumping, not smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So yeah, that, that's, that's funny, man. Now this year, he's yeah, yeah. So like this year, you know, I'm chilling. You know, folk calling me, trying to see where I'm at and stuff. Like, bro, I'm, I'm like, you know, somebody would ask me, I'm in a relationship. Like, bro, my relationship, her name Jim. You know what I'm saying? And like. You missed being in a relationship, L. Um, I did. Let me t- let me t- born ready. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you why I miss being in a relationship. Um, last episode, I didn't watch King Richard. I watched it on Thanksgiving, and after watching King Richard, I want to be in a relationship. Matter of fact, after watching King Richard, y'all seen on IG? I threw away all my condoms. I saw that. I said, I know. I know I don't have, I know I don't have a Venus or a Serena come through me before. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not wasting time, but let's get right into it. Let's get right into the vibe. So I seen the movie now. <laughs> Bro, first of all, let, of let me say this. Let what me you say this. You and Keith did a good job. Y'all did a good job, but I would have did it better. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it's called it just Elgin's But L, I'm watching it tonight. Oh yeah, well you in trouble. Uh, yeah, you in trouble. Yeah, yeah, you might know a little something. something. I, I mean, yeah, honestly, honestly, you, you know what? It's, I'm glad you're here because you done lived some of this movie. You right. said you are divorced, so that means you've been married. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you were married, did your husband have a plan for the family? We both did. We came. We started dating with a plan. What was your plan? If you don't mind, sorry. Um, before we started dating, I asked some specific questions and we wrote these plans out and compared the plans. All right. First issue. He wrote the plan with her. Man got to write it on his own. I just planned. You saw my face. Hey, look. These niggas were not going to be with me. Well, I'm just saying, if you watch the movie, when you watch the movie, King Richard wrote his plan right now even as co-parents that aren't married there's a plan for generations beyond us attached to wills that's what's up because like a lot of times in wills people are focused on money but we live a whole lifetime we learn all these things and they're not passed on Mm -hmm. so if you capture that and pass it on it's not just for your kids it's something that can continue that can grow yeah so um in the movie um and it's never a spoiler because it's a true yeah, it's a true story day. you know what i'm saying it's like a lot of venus and serena they actually make it right, <laughs> right. i mean i don't want to spoil it but i don't know if venus wins that wimbledon ever right you know like yeah so man, i listened to the podcast from last night yeah yeah from last week so yeah, last okay. week that i said you brother did a good job uh a couple of things y'all should have pointed out uh uh, every, you know, you know, because I'm a storyteller, so. Master Yoda. Everybody got some flex in it, right? Uh-huh. So I love King Richard put a little flex in there. 
Oh, I love they put a little flex in there for King Richard. Because they showed him getting his ass whooped, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got his ass whipped two times, so that was cool. But then they hit him with that, oh, I'm about to go kill that nigga this night. (laughs) And randomly, the most precise drive-by I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, I said bruh, that during bruh, that though. <laughs> a drive-by that kills one person. Like, right, right. Yeah. It's like and the, at that exact moment. Bruh, at the exact, like, the, like the bad guy said, I want you to only kill him. Right. Don't kill nobody in this crew. At Just 932. Bruh. As soon as you see that so, car. I was like, okay. I see the flex in there. <laughs> I see these niggas that add a little flex. Yeah. Um, that may ne- never have happened. Yeah, I don't think it ever happened. Yeah. I do, what I did, like, um, I confirmed with y'all. There was a lot of fuck you in there when she, I, I just don't see how you were marry a white man when King Richard was your daddy. But I also seen King Richard leverage white people. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he leveraged them in his own way. Like, I mean, we got to realize even if you talk about movement stuff, there have always been uh white people. John Brown, I've talked about him on this podcast before. One of the greatest abolitionists to ever live. Um, um, what's the sister, uh, Viola Lusa, whatever her name, that was in Selma, white woman that was, that, it was only a few people killed in Selma. Mm. Uh, and two of them were white, I believe. Mm. She was one of the white women. So white people have always been allies throughout. I just like the way he did it. <laughs> like, because this man was like, they had, there's a part of the movie where they're getting, they finally made it. They mm-hmm. made it to the big show and now people want to give them money. Mm-hmm. So that was a beautiful takeaway I got from this. Uh, I want to give my King Richard takeaways. Takeaway yeah, number, takeaway number one. You have to believe in your dream and your vision. Even when experts, people more experienced, more knowledgeable don't. Mm-hmm. Too sure. many times as entrepreneurs, as visionaries, we look for validation. We need people and not necessarily validation from my family and friends. But if I'm a rapper, I need Jay-Z to say, I'm hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you willing to keep rapping if Jay-Z, Drake, and Lil Wayne say you trash? I mean, to piggyback off of that, from the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Jay-Z talked about that. He Hmm. said he remembers his first raps, giving it to Tata, going to the record labels, and they saying, this shit trash. But him, Damon Biggs, is like, we gonna keep Rapping mm-hmm. anyways, reasonable doubt drop. Ah, volume one drop. Ah, but what he said was, you know what I had to realize? We had to stay true to our vision, our dream. Right. And that mm-hmm. volume two and boom, you out of here. And it was good for me to see that. Um, I'm building a company right now and I'm building a company that doesn't have a clear roadmap. Podcasting is very new. So there's no, True roadmap you can look at. This is how these people have done it up the years. Now, if I was building a record label, but it's gonna be successful, y'all. It's gonna be successful if y'all if you listen. Right, right. Well, if I was building a record label, I got plenty of examples I could go to. You know what I'm saying? If I'm building, there's so many other companies mm-hmm. that I can look at and be like, that's the roadmap. So Richard was doing something that was never done, like black girls in tennis, and mm-hmm. then have the balls to do it his way. So going back to Jay Z. Doing it your way mm-hmm. and being okay with doing it your way. Like regardless of what that looks like or how it feels like. So I love when he took her out of juniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those that don't know, juniors like AA Lee, AAU for, uh, 
tennis. Mm-hmm. She was 64 and 0. She had never lost a game in the juniors, and juniors is how you make it. That's like the pathway that everybody goes. And his daughter is unstoppable, and she's winning, and she's on the pathway to be successful. And he says, nah. Yeah. That right there is having the balls to do it your way. It's like That's the, another takeaway. Well, I also like it, too, because, you know, we talk about being black in sports a lot and having agency. Mm-hmm. And, I mean – yeah, you can try to compare the NFL, NBA, any professional league to the modern day slave trade. Right. Right. Granted. But you have agency. Right. You can go to these combines and be like, I ain't doing X, Y, and Z if you mm-hmm. fucking with me. You can go, you can mm-hmm. take your kid out of school and go to another country and start our own league so your kid can get some shine Come on. to get drafted. Come on. You know what I'm saying? You can do all that shit on your own and have your own agency. So that's what I love about Just be King prepared for too. the consequences. Just because, be prepared. because the modern day King Richards is LeVar Ball. Yeah. Cause he did the exact same thing. He yeah. took his kids out of college and was like, nah, let's play over here in my league. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be your route. And look at him now. Rookie of the year. One of the best point guards in the league. Um, other takeaway might not be a popular one, but you got to fuck up with a few kids before you get to your good ones. <laughs> <laughs> dang, dang, dang. See? Now look, see, now you got a mom in here, right? So how, so how you gonna feel? <laughs> now, alright, so your, your ex husband said, you so, know what? I so about these other ones, but I got two more coming up. No, <laughs> right? Look, look, you don't. And, and what's so? I love that you here because mm-hmm. she's a visionary entrepreneur as well. Like, I mean, you know what it is to build something mm-hmm. right from scratch, right? And how hard is it when people are like, "Nah, this shit ain't gonna work." At the beginning, it can be hard, but right now it's not hard. Cause you, you don't, you don't. You fall enough times, you get back up enough times. You, I think self-awareness is a big piece of it. When so, you, when you know yourself and you come alive from doing what you're supposed to be doing, you start to get a different type of reward. And so then also for me, I have mentors who might be super wealthy doing it a traditional way, but then they might not have peace or joy. And that's not, I don't like that. Right. So I'd rather do what I love doing and have peace and joy as I build it. That's true. I mean, us being, us recording in my home is an example of that. Mm-hmm. I don't like working at incubators and, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I couldn't yell, you know what I'm saying? Had chips, kick it on the porch. Like, if we couldn't, mm-hmm. I we have state of art studios we could record in, right? But we couldn't do it our way, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel Richard on that. Um, I'm about to get to the last one, and then we, me and you, really gonna dive into the conversation. But I got a question on that, real quick. What if you have a plan? Because he ha- he just so happened to be right. Like, what if you so gung-ho on your plan, you don't want to take advice, and then you end up being wrong? That's the consequence. That's the consequence, but truth be told, any story, any success story you've seen, it's, it's probably only been one. <laughs> it's probably only been one success story that I don't think this nigga's going to be successful. Mm. But everybody else, there's a lot of stories where, you Ooh. know, there's no plan A. I'm, I'll, I'll play it for you. There's no plan A. There's no plan, uh, no plan B. There's only plan A. Right. So, and then when you come to kids, like, you have a window. Like, you got a lot of time to develop that. Like, they was doing that shit. You know, like, if your plan is to have your kid do something, 
and you're willing to quit your job right. to like you know. I mean, you got to talk about the sacrifice. My our life is now our kids. You didn't hear King Richard and his wife talking about date night. You didn't hear them talking mm-hmm. about man, I'm tired of the kids. Like, no, they literally their life became. Their kids became their contingency plan. See, and I like that though, because that's what a real partnership is. I think that so, so many times we get caught up on that lovey dovey TV, Instagram idea of marriage, right? But having that being your plan and your platform to stand on, you and this woman, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to create these kids. We're going to be build generational wealth. I think that's what we need to do more of in our community. So to your point, what if your plan is wrong? Like, how does somebody know? Like, what are the signs to know that right. I'm on some King Richard? I'm right. And sold all my possessions that I could sell. My game is going to be an Olympic sport. My name is Mark Griffin, and I'm the inventor of Bullet Ball and Bullet Ball Extreme. Bullet <laughs> Ball is a high-caliber table game designed for the 21st century You said, how do you know that you're not going to make it? The object of the game is this to get the he ball sold all his shit your opponent okay? by utilizing your forearms and or hands. Okay? Okay. <laughs> See this shit. Mark, please put this on the screen. Okay. Definitely. My point. That's Bullet Ball. How much have you invested in this? I had this vision 26 years ago. 26 years See? is a really long time. Yes, it is. <laughs> See? You have put into this See? game over those years. Where are you now? If you sold everything. What do you have now? Then he can have his game. See, this is what I'm talking about. I have bullet ball. <laughs> This idea is mine. This is my dream come true. It will happen. It was destined to be. You can lose everything, but whatever you do, please don't lose your mind because you're not going to make it with this. Oh, absolutely. I totally disagree. It's not going to happen. It it's will happen. This is. It won't happen. It, I'm. I'm telling you, it will happen. Wow. Go, I'm go get your life back. Go get a job. <laughs> I have my invention, and I'm telling you, Bullet Ball is going to be a success. Hey, so look. Let me tell you. All right, so let me tell you. So, so he's not wrong, bro. Right. So is King is King Richards an anomaly, or are more black men right about their plan, let me, let me, or are they like my brother with Bullet let me, Ball? Let me right? tell you. I don't think you're ever wrong about your plan. Here's the thing. Are you willing to do the work and stay with it long enough for you? Some people got planned to have a longer tr- uh runway. Right. That's a long runway. <laughs> like that, that runway don't end, bro. Like <laughs> I mean, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why that game that thing is it. Because you don't understand. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> Keith is an asshole. Like, I mean, no, for real. You really an asshole like, like, for real. But look, the thing is. If today, if today Beyonce came out and said bullet ball is all uh, blue play, the shit is over with. Because motherfuckers do what cool people tell them to do. The consumer are sheep. You're just not a good shepherd. You know what I'm saying? So he's not wrong. Is he willing to do what it take? Going back to King Richard shit. I'm just watching them niggas like the hard start. When he showed a man, when he made the video, he recorded and edited a video. I have a media company. 
That if he's not doing like and, and this ain't with the computer. This nigga didn't have a Mac, bro. Hey, that was hilarious. He didn't have a Mac, bro. That was so he's he putting graphics. And they showed you the real video at the end. Bro, mm-hmm. he's putting graphics on the screen. Right. Like he's he, he had a voiceover. He's at the voiceover. Mm-hmm. He's direct. This man is doing a lot, bro. Yeah. Like we're not y'all didn't stress it enough for me. And, but you know what? No, one, one point that I did stress, and I think it's still relevant right here, is his confidence. That nigga with bullet ball wasn't as confident as no, King Richard. That was definitely confidence. No, <laughs> not, not as confident that nigga as King Richard. This, this no, nigga is confident. You don't understand. He told you, you don't understand. But this nigga, I'm talking about the shakiness. His shakiness and his product is not as attractive. He wasn't like he wasn't really like standing on his shit like King Richard. This nigga sold all his shit. This nigga is confident, bro. Okay, I'm trying to say he's 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 delusional. No, he's delusional. He wasn't confident, L. I think King Richard is confident. Mark, to answer your question from a female perspective, we about to get the female. If you are. You said, how would you know yeah. if you're on the wrong track? Mm-hmm. That's why I said self-awareness. Because he's not fully self-aware. That's where the delusion is coming from. It's the self-awareness and the intention. But so when what, you is, say, what is your what is your God to say he's not self-aware? Because you can tell he's relying on somebody else for the validation you spoke about. Mm, okay. He's not self-aware. I mean, he's trying to get, he's going, he's trying to avenue. You have to ask him the intention. What is the purpose behind bullet ball? To goddamn put the forearm. (laughs) And then why, why is it so important to get it out in the marketplace? What is it going to do? What is it going to serve? It's going to revolutionize the way kids play with balls. And okay. And how are they going to (laughs) benefit from that? When you start drilling down, right. he can reach that same success First in all, something else. You he also didn't have a ha- wife. You haven't had, now nah, we ain't about to get that because you haven't had the conversation with him. I don't think that's fair. I think what we just saw was a black man with a vision who's willing to invest in it, in it, in a real way, who is willing to make a risk in a real way. Get turned down by white folk. No, because the thing is, no, but this is the, exactly. See, that's the thing. He started there, but if it's not about a self-fulfilling thing, then you're going to be open to whatever avenues you have to based off what the bigger mission or intention is, which makes sense for the book. If it was, if it was to educate, then the book helped him still accomplish that goal. Let me tell you, let me tell you. No, wait, wait. There's one more point to add on to that in the confidence lane. He got in front of them white boys and wasn't able to do anything. Wasn't persuasive enough to get on to that next level. When King Richards got down there to that tennis court, uninvited, he yeah, was but like, that nah, was, you that gonna, was one person. We're going to sit he, here nah, until you get my... Bro, nah, if King not, I watched Richards the movie, got, bro. If first King of all, Richards got in front he, of them people bro, bro, right bro, there. First of all, did the exact King Richard getting in front of them people is the he same thing confident. as him getting in front of the man with the video. He got in front of the man with video, he did with the fancy pants, and he did not convince him. The mm-hmm. only reason he got in on the dude on the tennis court, he legally showed up. That's fucking delusion. There's a level of delusion you have to have to win in this shit. So my nigga on the right path. Let's just have a conversation. Uh, King Richard was delusional. He got his daughters in a van. He took them to a country club that he didn't have a membership. He showed up to a private lesson with two of the greatest tennis players playing. And he literally sat there with his kids like, oh, they can play. They can play. He he was interrupting them like the when you see 
folk come up to you in a grocery store in a parking lot with their kids and they ask them for change and you do it because the kids are there. You don't want like because it's awkward. That was some awkward ass shit that he did. We, we agree day, with it because he won. No, the, what no, was the goal? The end of the day, the goal was for him to make the greatest athletes ever in the world. And why was that important? Because he was broke. That was, it wasn't just because they were broke though. That's what I'm saying. It's what, what deeper was than that as a father. It was his plan and it was for generational Right. Work. It's also, deeper than that. Also, do you think that he could have been swayed by their opinion of their daughters or of him? Like, so when King Richards got to those environments and was in front of them white boys, do you think that his opinion, I mean, those white boys opinion could sway his confidence level in any way? Shape, no, and this, they didn't sway now, him. Check, you didn't watch the video. You ain't seen my man about to cry on this. He was breaking bro. down. He bro. was breaking down he was, because he, this was his last hope, bro. bro. Right. He wasn't bro. doing this you mean shit to tell, right. You watched, she didn't watch the bro. movie, but you saw the movie I of this nigga depressed. He was, bro. He was, you seen the movie when he said, look, I got to go take a walk. That nigga was breaking down. He couldn't do it in front of his family. He was breaking down, bro. That's why he got beat up the second time on the court. He, he then then broke down to that, Venus, telling her like, "Look, this is how I be feeling inside." That like, nigga took you, an L, bro. It, it was a hard I'm, ass I'm gonna put, I'm, I'm put like this, Mark. I'm gonna put, I'm put like this, Mark. He gonna you gonna break down. Like he, every man gonna break down at some point. In time. I think y'all missing it. I'm talking about the opinion of somebody else swaying your confidence bro, level, especially bro. in the heat of the moment. Bro, that back. wouldn't have happened. With no, no, I, 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 we can go into the next part, but I think the debate is: is my man from Bullet Ball on the right path? I was laughing, but the man is on the right path. Like after that, I see he basically sold this shit to like the veterans and the disabled people, where the people in the wheelchair can play so this game. Right. So, so I'm, right. I'm just saying, it's, it's so a level. So that show about him exposure. It, boom, and it's a level of delusion. So right. It's a level of I need to sell all my shit. It's a level of like that's all I was saying. Like even. Even, even like he said, what, what, what to make it a failure? Now, did this shit become the Olympic sport he wanted? No. But 26 years, now he's a veteran disabled sport and they play it. He got tournaments going so on. What I'm saying? He wrote a book. So it's not, it's, it's, you know, cause it's like this, right? What, what, what would have been for Venus and Serena, right? If they would have played, um, play some juniors and what lose at juniors? I don't think. I don't think Rich's plan was for them to lose their dreams. Rich's plan for them to win. Like they were good. Right. You know what I'm saying? My my thing about Rich, I always wondered what would have happened if you'd been out there practicing with them girls and they weren't good. Well, the, their plan would have failed. That's well, that's what I'm saying. I that's that's just the whole anomaly of it. I there's no way you can guarantee athletic prowess, but it happened. And once you saw them girls was good, and you can know you know because you'll you'll start seeing with your little girl, right? Five, six, seven. Five, six, seven lets you know how good your kid is at a certain sport. If they're gonna be like exceptional, right? You can always get better in high school, but like five, six, seven, you like, oh damn, they're holding the racket, they're hitting the ball, and they notice I'm hitting it. And you notice a sense of molding a little bit, right? All of that. But I do have to bring it back to this: the self awareness piece. This person is dead set on success this one way. You can believe, you can have, as an entrepreneur, we have our vision. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is it might not manifest in a way that you think. Because you're not giving up, you might see another door, another mm -hmm. window. Watch your hand. Where I he, realize your hand is on that spring. My bad, Sorry. Um, so after that, he might have had a mental breakdown. But the fact that, to Elle's point, he didn't give up, he still believed in it. You might get a call and someone say, but hey, would you be open to this? He had to be aware and believe in himself enough to so, be open to that. So this this is a great conversation because there are some people out here that are on 
what's the dude's name? We're gonna call him bullet Mark Paul? Mark Griffin. We're gonna say the Bullet Paul path and the King Richard path. And what I'm trying to tell you, the paths are the same. They're literally the same. The only reason why we can confidently talk because we don't see the end of Richard movie. Just, but L, like, we don't know if it happened exactly in the order he thought. I have to watch the movie, but bro, uh, based some- off what you saying, he would have listened to the white man in the movie that said, "Try basketball." No, I'm saying that no, he would say it's a no, different. No, I'm path. saying he's not gonna put all his eggs in that basket off what somebody's telling no, him. No, I think I'm no. saying the same thing because Richard he did have some things. You heard right. he deviated into some of the plan. He was like, "Okay, you know what." We can add that in the plan. Because you're not giving up on your end uh, game. Uh, though, add, though. But no, no, no. I gotta, I gotta go back. He added in the plan, then he took that shit out because he was right the whole time. Because L. the man said that what he added in the plan was juniors. And then he took it out because he was like, nah. But that's the thing. He was still open because he wasn't giving up on his end And he end almost goal. fucked up. He, he wasn't fucked on up. his end goal. He never changed well, the end goal. So this, all right, let me get to your part. Let me get to your part. Let's rest and I learned from King Richard. You need a partner that's going to listen. Damn. Period. Period. Yep. You need yep. a partner that's going to listen. Right. Yep. Because King Richard did a lot of stuff that she didn't agree with. He did a lot of stuff that was probably unconventional. And he admitted he could have did it better. But unapologetically unwavering, she listened to his plan. And he had to be willing to take the fall. He had to be willing to take it. If if this all fucked up, that shit is on me. Right. So after watching King Richard, yeah, I do want a partner. Because she was the cornerstone that made all this work. She made she was the breadwinner. She made most of the money, so allow him to uh invest more time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you look at the comparison of time and money, they're on the same level. Mm-hmm. Sometimes time is more valuable. So she contributed more financial support, but he contributed a lot of time into this plan of vision, but he couldn't have did that without her. Can I ask you a question being just Eldridge? Yeah. What was your perspective before seeing this movie with all that you know? Um, My perspective was... Um, I had to listen to other people with my plan. Now I know I got to listen to nobody. From partnership perspective, what changed after you watched this movie? I used to think I used to make the plan together. Now I know I can make it on my own. So you saying now you would make the plan on your own, and then as you date, you will find a person that just believes. Who's gonna that rock plan? with this plan? If you ain't ready to rock with this plan, we can't rock. This the plan. Now. Cause I have to ask this now, do, do you, but do you agree that only worked because she was a woman of faith or she had, she answered to a higher power? Oh yeah, I don't, first of all, I feel like the biggest oxymoron is a, uh, atheist African. Like, we too spiritual. Like, you have to, we are spiritual people. It's why our hair grow the way it grows. It's I'm why. Saying, but you have to answer to that. You know, it's some people who don't respect their answer to that. So it's, you know, it, yeah, you know, I, I think it has to be. You have to find a sister that's tapped in spiritually. Mm-hmm. You have to finding a partner has to be a part of your plan. In my opinion, I don't think you can do this on your own. Oh, that's for sure. That's so for that sure. has to be a part. Yeah, of Yeah, and I yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. that. I'm just saying it's okay to have the plan already ready. Yeah, for sure. What's your take, Tia? 
Cause she she been breathing hard over here, guys. Cause I, me and El can have some deep conversations. <laughs> yeah, say it because I mean, that's what a man. I, uh, I feel like that's the issue in the issue nowadays. Y'all say that the man doesn't have the plan, so y'all want the man to have the plan, or do you want to make the plan with the nah. man? No, because th- th- that's the question I'm asking. I want to figure out what would you rather having somebody with a plan already, or do you want to? Come and collaborate And let's make a co-plan And do both. you think The woman can bring Her own plan Oh that's a good one too So that's three I questions. feel like it's both Because it's gonna be team So if the person I've seen different scenarios I've experienced Different scenarios Someone may have a plan And then you know Whether it's in alignment With who you are And are you gonna Support this plan Are you gonna be an asset And contribute to this plan Believe in this plan through ups and downs there are some people who don't quite have clarity on the plan or me as a visionary might see a bigger plan that doesn't mean that person doesn't have a plan or a dream that's not great Mm -hmm. but if my gift is like big vision then if it works together then it's just elevated so i think it can can work i think where it doesn't work as if the man does not have a plan at all still is looking for clarity and asking certain questions within himself because then I don't think you can even identify the right partner because you don't know who's in alignment with this plan. And also certain characteristics and core values you need to be a man worth following. I agree with that. So the man, in in summary, the man needs to have a plan and the woman can have a plan, but she doesn't necessarily need to have one. She just needs to fit within that man who has that plan. A woman might have a plan, but if his if a man comes along with a plan, she might say, "Okay, I'm rocking with this." Okay. Yeah, because her plan, because her plan is to, to get the man, man with a plan, and so her plan could be executed. And then the man's plan is to say, "Yo, I got." Well, I have a plan all. just in case that man doesn't show up, though. So, do, well, so do women plans involve typically <laughs> them and their kids, or do women typically <laughs> make plans for them and their husband and kids? For me, <laughs> I can't speak to all women. Oh no! Let a little disclaimer. Yeah. I, I disclaimer, disclaimer. You're on the Just Us podcast right now. You're representing all women in the world. <laughs> so speak confidently. Um, for me, I definitely have a plan for me and my children. But my ex husband is a great father, so we have a plan for our children. And any man that comes into my life would definitely. I'm looking at. What type of father he would be to my children. So when you get out of a relationship, you're like, let me get back to my plan. Right. So what if my, what if my plan is the new man? I don't alter my parent for boyfriends. Oh, no, no. He would no, have to be no, my no, husband this, this anyway. Yeah, this ain't no boyfriend. This is your husband. This I your... meant when Elle said, when I get out of a relationship, do I? <laughs> she I don't the alter never, my life for a never, boyfriend. I like that. That's, that's strong. Okay. So, but, mm-hmm. but, but would you be down for a plan with your current kids when you, if, if you get a new man that wants to have two kids, two more kids that he believes based on his 72 page plan will be question. the greatest hey, tennis stars great ever, question. but it requires your kids currently to get on board with that plan too. That's great question. And pick them tennis balls up. It's a great question. I have to see this movie, but what's not going to happen? <laughs> because, because what, what wouldn't happen based off what I'm hearing about the movie, uh-huh. um, my children aren't going to be demoted or on a lesser level. Well, they're, they're not demoted. They just can't play sports. 
Well, if they can't play sports and they're not interested in sports, if it's a family vision, I'm down for a family vision. But everybody's okay. going to be treated with Because respect. they was out there with their books to show they was valedictorian, so they weren't scrubs. Right. Like, everybody's going to yeah, be they, treated they, they, they were acting like, one's like a they doctor, were doctors, one's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they weren't scrubs. One, pro- one produced the movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, one helped produce the movie. So they weren't scrubs, but that was part of his plan. But the plan was we got two athletes. We're not splitting time with your mediocre basketball skills. We, we ain't splitting time with that cheerleading stuff. Dang. Like, we are focused on tennis. I like a kingdom plan. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Kingdom plan involves like all. Of yeah. It. So, like so that. does that does that mean you uh, also? Because speaking for all women, do you do you find a lot of women in your circle answer to a higher power too? Like, because because all my friends do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, so does that help in relationships where it's like it might be a point where, you know? Yes, but we think differently on that. Okay. I don't Let's let people manipulate me based off my religious and spiritual beliefs, okay. which means that. I am not going to let someone repeatedly cheat on me because I believe in God. I do believe in forgiveness, but I believe that. So you would have left Derek Jackson? Would I have left Derek Jackson? I can't say I would have left Derek Jackson. I can't say that I wouldn't have, but I can't say that I would have. It's all in the situation. Yeah. Okay. That was a pretty fucked up situation. Well, we don't know the whole story. We only know what went out publicly and um, I've been married before. So I think it's easy to say what you won't tolerate. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you have a mate selection process that changes after you've been married. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I ain't, I ain't, uh, I ain't leaving my wife on no cheating. Who about to work through this? (laughs) That nigga ain't about to win. (laughs) I got a plan. <laughs> Damn. Look, all right, so I do want to talk to this. Like, going into, you said something that I love. You said you don't change your plan for a boyfriend. No. Only for a husband. Um, dating in Atlanta, man, we've heard a lot of people say it's just hard. It sucks. Like, where where are you at with that? My dating life? Like, from what you've seen, not just you personally, just friends you talk to. Is dating in Atlanta really hard or are people just doing it wrong? I feel like people are doing it wrong. Mm. Okay. Go go into that a little bit. What are they doing wrong? They're having casual sex. Okay. So oh, you wrong. So you saying like in dating you just I feel like you celibacy. I feel like you vibe with somebody, you feel chemistry, now you're having sex, you have a soul tie, you are vibing, feeling good off that. But when challenges come up, that's what you need to get through hard times, which is why when y'all aren't having sex together once you're married, that's why they go cheat with somebody else. Mm. To pacify, you started off pacifying. Mm. So you saying dating better than celibacy when you're celibate? I feel like, yeah, it's clear. Because mm. you're going to know if this person's really down for you for real. Could you date somebody being celibate, y'all? I, I see. Good thing I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Guys always get quiet. Yo, what do you I, think I, about I, it? I, 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 I was going to answer. I was going to answer. Chief ain't celibate. You know what? I think I could, especially now. Man, shut your oh, ass up. I know. I think I think I could, bro. Especially now. 
because we you know we can edit some of this so you can say no, it. No, no, be no. Okay. I mean you bring up a good point it's real like like if you build your shit off of just sex see I'm a busy nigga like y'all like we understand this shit sometimes you get into them zones them couple months where it's grind 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 season and I'm not having sex like that cause you already hit it Okay, cool. But if so I we, got we, you, we talking about celibacy. We ain't talking about like that period where you just grinding. That's we, different. We talking about celibacy. The first time you see Shawty, this girl, she bad. You ain't never hit. You ain't never tasted that I thing. I want to. You just, like I want you just to straight for not sure. do it at all. I want to for sure. But and y'all both have to be celibate. You're gonna be married sooner. Nah, you're so not gonna. I think it's, you I think it's worth a, building a foundation right. on a, a friendship on some cool. You're gonna have a solid foundation. See, I'm gonna be real. Nah. Ladies, if you want to get friends with me, just reach out. What you think, And L? don't give him no pussy. Right. Don't give him none. <laughs> what you think, L? You ain't got to say all that. Uh, <laughs> what, so you were saying, like, could I date being celibate? I mean, you don't think that's a valid point? I don't think I don't think that guarantees what you, I think it can give people a different perspective. Only way I could do it is if we're not doing a lot of stuff. What you mean? Like, <laughs> like dang, if dang, we really dang. just about to be together and we ain't fucking like that. Mean we like? <laughs> why y'all laughing? You stupid. Why, why, why y'all laughing? What, what else we ain't doing, bro? But I mean, literally, it is just purely getting to know each other. When we go out, we both paying. Like, like we, dang, we, dang, we, dang, ain't, we ain't giving nothing, no, no, each other nothing but time and energy. So That's if it. you. Right now, you just saw the movie. You're inspired to get married. Right. And I'm not inspired to get because I ain't finished with my plan. I'm on page 34 right now. Okay. So that woman 72. that fits into that plan, oh. is she not worth that? What? For you to be abstinent for her a few months while you I get know, to know that person? I know, my plan got sex in it. It's that on page 34. <laughs> like, 30, 34 <laughs> section two. But, but, line three. This, but for real, this is what I got to say about no, celibacy because no, I don't, I, I don't like that. I don't like that argument. I don't like that conversation. I don't like when women put it out there, right? Because if that's what you do, then do it. Don't come, don't meet me and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not having, no, nah, no. Nah. Right. We can be mature adults right. about this situation. You know what? And, and, to, yeah, yeah, you might have a deeper connection, and that might be true. But that shit also works when you're young. When you older, right. it's 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 a time game as well, right? What just you like, mean? Just like I don't got time to waste, you don't got time to waste, and I need to know: Are we also sexually compatible? Now, maybe if I was younger, maybe if I wasn't having been through a serious relationship before, or even married before, but now at this point, I've been through a serious relationship, or I've been divorced. Like I, I've done that building part. Right. I know what that is. Okay, right. I need to know. Do you check off on boom, 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 boom? Because the real part to me is if we, if we're compatible mentally, if we're compatible on our money, and we're compatible sexually, boom, check. Now this is the plan. And we want to know, and right. we want, and we got to be real. Men and women react different after sex. You need to see that. You need to know that. You need to see that. Men, so, it's so, some men you get on that thing and they go crazy. Yep. You and know, it's, and it's you fine. It don't happen. Look, like that's some real shit. And, and got that same thing, or, or or since you're not doing it, you don't have niggas go crazy trying to get it. So right. only imagine if they got it, what type of nigga they be? Or or the last example is when you get it now, it ain't as it ain't as interesting no more because I got it. The mission is accomplished, yep. and that happens a lot. 
Because now I thought that I was really interested in you, but it was really just. And that surprise. comes with maturity. You know when you want somebody and you know when you just want to hear. That comes with maturity. Nah, right. That but comes with maturity. I think sometimes it get clouded regardless. You though. think you would marry somebody and then feel that way? Because you're going to have a deeper love and respect for them beyond that. What I'm saying is I think it can get clouded regardless. Just I think in those first couple months, it's like you really trying to figure out, do I really like this person or am I like. I would supplement. I would or, supplement uh, sex with. Um, and I'm just tell y'all now. I'm gonna do a t- part two of this after she watched the movie, for sure. Because I'm gonna have to. I got something to do, and I'm about to cut this over. So I'm gonna just say part one on this because we're gonna do a part two because I want you to be equipped. Okay. For sure. Um, because it ain't over. Um, but I think we can replace celibacy with uh, intentionality. Yeah. I go. think mm-hmm. when you're not having sex, you are more intentional. You're being more creative. You're mm-hmm. spending more time. Mm-hmm. You're being more uh in detail. Mm-hmm. So I think if you add that with sex, because typically what happens, people just do sex and they literally supplement or replace sex with details, replace sex with intentionally intentionality. Well, replace- and as a man, you know what's up. Men, men, when we get into the mode, right? Like, unfortunately, yeah, men, women might want it to operate this way, but they don't. When men want to settle down, men settle down. And we go through a mode where we're like, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is what I require. So to Mark's point, like, I'm grinding, I'm hustling. I don't got to do this because I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think when you're trying to put it out there, it's like, nah, we're a little bit more mature than that. You can let me know what you want and cool. If you're not trying to do it till marriage, that's cool. But we have to have these other conversations because we live in a world where there's so many contradictions and hypocrites. Right. Where you might tell me you believe in personal space, but you're invading mine all the time. Right. And you then, might tell me you believe in doing it. But yes. You, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then also you got to realize too, there's other women that messed it up. There's women that saying I'm celibate, but nah, they really just keeping their body count down and going right. to their tried and true. Yep. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They, yep. What you mean? Like meaning they got somebody they fucking, that because they no. know him, they trust mm-hmm. him, but they want to get to know you while they not having sex with you because they don't want to have sex with you. And so there's some women that be saying they celibate and they lying, and then there's some dudes that saying they well, celibate. The correct term is abstinence because celibacy means you've never had sex once. So they're abstaining. No, no absent. Yeah, she right. Abstinence oh. means you're refraining yeah. from oh, okay. sex. I wouldn't. So know. I'm not a virgin, out. but I'm abstaining. I came out celibate. So what if she let you get it once? Like, uh, this just a sample. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Oh, uh, this is part you two. Feel part like two. <laughs> you feel like that's important? You feel like that sample is important? Huh? Nah, not for me. To Keith's point, I know we got to rap, but to Keith's point, you got, you got, you got to test drive before you buy the car. Like, you don't buy a car before you sit down. It ain't even about that for me. You got to test drive. It ain't even about test driving for me. It's, it's, to me, it's deeper than that. What is it about? Part two. We love y'all. We need y'all. Most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all. Thank you for tuning to another episode of Just Other Podcast. Rest in peace to Michael Langford Jr. I got to go to his prayer visual. That's why we're cutting this short. I do not make apologies for that. Um, but I thank you for your time. Um, can you come back? Can we do part two? Well, can you watch the movie?
it lifted up to him and sing it. Hallelujah. 